No one ever knows what evil lurks in the shadows, what makes its home in the void. A lone group of heroes band together to become the light in that darkness, to face the oncoming storm. I'm Drew, and I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Jordan, and I'm playing the half-elf sorcerer, Theranor. I'm Ashley, and I'm playing a fallen Azimar fighter named Thea. I'm Donnie, and I play Lord Limabot Spizwack, Cleric of Cyric. I'm Juju, playing a wood elf cleric named Aoife. And I'm Thomas, playing a changeling ranger named Pock. Welcome to Crit Storm. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting adventure in Crit Storm Cast. Well, our gang in Barovia decided to go down, downstairs beneath the church, uncovering Father Donovic's deep, dark secrets. His son had been changed, altered, turned into a vampire spawn. After quickly but dispatching... he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. After quickly dispatching <laughs> his son and killing Father Donovic, but luckily Aoife was uh, quick on the draw, dumping out the Frog of Holding, retrieving the diamonds, revivifying Father Donovic. He, After uh, an, he now lives. Endless, an endless time loop. Doru, I've come to bargain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one who had that thought. I just refuse to say it. <laughs> That's great. But as he, as he cursed your names when you were leaving his church, him cradling his dead son... His dead, dead son. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we just created an arch nemesis. D. His re-dead son. Dead. He, uh, he's not exactly, you know, happy with you. Is the chapel crumbling? <laughs> Given his no, shaky No, the ground? chapel is not crumbling. But yeah, he's, he's not happy with you folks. What a you, shame. You killed his boy. Well, Darn. we didn't kill him. We just you, made him you, dead you again. His, we, yeah, we, we re-killed him. He was already undead. He was already dead, dead at one point. We just undid the undead. Yeah. You undid the undead. I was helping. <laughs> and <laughs> Shake I and helped. <laughs> well, we better get on top of this story and go back to the burger. Burger master. Burger hut. Yeah, if there's I not agree. a burger master, I think we have to find like the burger squire or something. Was it the burger mistress now? No, it's B. Ismark. Bismarcky. <laughs> the, the burger. burger. But yeah, we should probably head back to the uh, the burger house. Probably. So, as you guys, you know, head back down the road, road, d- down the street, you are uh, heading back to the Burgermeister's house, and someone with the highest perception, passive perception. Not me. <laughs> I have 19. Yeah, it's always going to be Puck. <laughs> okay. So, as you are uh, coming more to, like, the, the center, at least what you would know as the center of town, Puck, you notice an old woman pushing a cart, and she's going door to door, you know. Knocking, calling out that she has pastries for sale. Hey, look, guys, there's a woman pushing a cart. Maybe she appears she, to have pastries for sale. Maybe she could replace Balmy Fritter, that scheming little bastard. Ooh, I like pastries. <laughs> nothing, nothing beats a good pastry after killing a priest's son. <laughs> I didn't kill anyone. Like the old adage. So she goes, you know, Pac is just noticing, you know, and she points, points a woman out to you guys. She goes to the next house. Pastries! Pastries! Good for dreams! They're made with real human flesh! Do you yell that? <laughs> no! <laughs> In his head. <laughs> Although I wouldn't put it past this town. It is Barovia. 
It is Barovia. Barovia, Barovia? Mm-hmm. Well, no one seems to come to the door. She pedals her way towards the middle of town. And she's smooth. She's going around her way. Next door. Peasant. <laughs> peasant. <laughs> Old do you, woman. <laughs> do you yell out peasant? Yes. Okay. <laughs> she doesn't really, uh, she doesn't really acknowledge you. She seems more like pastries. Pastry servant. <laughs> Paste, pastry wench. She kind of like, she kind of like turns around and she's all like, yes. What kind of pastries? Human flesh. <laughs> Human flesh. <laughs> she, uh, she moves her cart into the center of town and she tells you that, uh, these are her famous dream pastries. Oh, Lord. Let me stay away. If you, I'll if take you look ten. at them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you really want ten? Yeah. Okay. So she tells you uh, that will be ten gold. Ten gold? A piece they, uh, for all of them. They, they, these they must be like, some high-grade dream pastries. <laughs> they look like mincemeat pies in a way. That's a pretty good deal for dream pastries. I handed the ten gold. Okay. okay. I don't know if you guys. You. I don't know if you guys want any. She t- she. Uh, I will abstain. She gives you the mincemeat pies and she advises you. She says like, these are for doing away with the darkness here in this land. Yeah, eat yeah. One I know befo- the drill. Eat one before <laughs> bed, and you will have wondrous sleep. Yeah, eat one and wait a couple hours before you eat another. Like, make sure that you're going to be okay. At least Wait, two hours. We can't eat them right away? Well, un- unless you're prepared to, you know, have some nice dreams now. But they, they are for your your inner soul. They are to bring happiness and good feelings later on. Preferably oh. at yeah, yeah. the sight of a nice comfy bed. Ugh, I like those things. Feelings. I don't. I don't really sleep, though, but I think that that might bring me some good vibes, you know, while I'm meditating, while I'm trancing. If she called them destiny pastries, Aoife would buy the entire cart. (laughs) These are (laughs) destiny pies. (laughs) 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 She kind of looks at you and she says, just one gold would get you up high. Well, I think ten is enough. Like, you're going to share, right, Lemmy? They're They're for everyone, right? You look at Lemmy and you don't see any pastries. Like, they're... (laughs) He didn't eat them all, but they're all secreted. Like, like what? I don't have any in the frog. <laughs> no, they're like in my pockets. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I'll pull out one gold piece that I was had in my pocket, probably. <laughs> and uh, okay. I'll have one. Cool. She uh, she hands you a pie. The token from Happy Jack's Funhouse. She raises a little lid on her cart and she looks inside and she says, "Like, ooh, only four left. Who wants the rest?" Let me think about Come it. Come on, guys. We, like, uh, nah. we have to get down there and, and make sure our story's good with uh, Bismarck. Not Bismarck our story. It's the he's story. He's got what we need. Yeah, I don't particularly like good feelings, so I'm good there. Okay. As they walk past her, Lemmy does like the, call me. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Want me to your supplier's room key. I'm in three. Have <laughs> <laughs> a good time. So you guys, uh... Past the lady and uh, head back to the mansion. As as you uh, leave her, you she see her uh, go to the next you know set of house and doors, and she's just pies, dream pastry. Let me eat half of one. Who's the Who's the last one to leave? 
like to be trailing behind. I always <laughs> probably end up Lemmy in the in the back. Yeah, back, okay, uh, that's fine. This time maybe Lemmy. Okay. Okay. He does uh, eat, me, he, he does eat half of a dream pastry actually. Okay. Um, as Just you're as you're leaving, you uh, you do notice that an act a door opens to the next house that she uh, that she's selling to, and mm-hmm. uh, a little boy answers the door, and you know he eagerly, you know grabs some money and uh, exchanges for a pie. And she, you know, kind of like looks at him and, and you can hear her say to him, Now, eat that later. Not now. That's for bedtime. You're too young. You have to be 18 to buy one of these. <laughs> <laughs> and let me, as she, as she kind of tells him that, you see the boys who assume you assume are his parents. They quickly come to the door and they stare at the woman and shut the door real quickly. And she kind of huffs and she takes her cart, keeps going. Must be some good shit. <laughs> Let me. Can you give me a con save, please? <laughs> I don't wanna. I do get a plus one. Natty oh. twenty. You're fine. <laughs> that's a that's a damn good pie you're eating. I'm not not licking pies. I'm not not licking pies. Yeah, Lemmy's had dream pies before. I mean, come on. <laughs> he probably does have some resistances built up. <laughs> yeah. He's actually taught Balmy Fritter how to make these. Mm-hmm. Let me should actually get advantage on all uh, toxin rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are uh, back in the Burgermaster's mansion. Feeling good. You gotta I mean, be you real careful how you say that because now it's slipping into Burgermaster. Yeah, and that's an entirely like different thing. <laughs> well, the, the Burgermaster's gone, so now all we have is the Burgermaster. The Burger. <laughs> but that's half the fun, the Burger. Okay. So you are back there. Karina, or sorry, Irina looks at you, you know, kind of, you know, she answers the door, thanks you again for taking her father. And, uh, you know, then there is Ismark. Uh, Ismark also, you know, thanks you for doing, you know, such a good deed. We did another good deed, too. Yeah, about that. (laughs) About that. (laughs) Your, Your father has been interred. However, we made somewhat of a bad discovery at the chapel. The uh, the father there was not not quite what he seemed to be. Um, she he has she stares at you as you utter these words, and she says, "Be careful." Father Donovic is a very dear friend of this family, long standing. Your, your dear friend has been hiding deaths, murders, and a vampire in his chapel. She's very taken aback by what you're saying. She's like, "Explain yourself, because these are dangerous words that you speak." We discovered a number of poorly concealed bodies in the graveyard that he was very quick to try and divert us away from. And then upon leaving the chapel, there was screaming and howling coming from beneath. Upon further investigation, we discovered that he has been hiding his vampiric son, whom attacked us and we unfortunately needed to deal with. That threat has been eliminated. However, he still exists as potentially another threat, possibly to the whole town. You killed Doru? No, we put Doru to rest. He was already dead. She sits down, trying to understand and contemplate on these words that you are telling her. She thought that Doru had just gone off, gone away. Father Donovic said that he had important work to do off in the, 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 the next town over. Your friend has not been truthful to you. His son went off, apparently gallivanting, trying to 
take out Strahd or something to that effect, came back as a vampire, killed villagers, and all of this was concealed by the so-called friend of yours, who then secreted his... Secreted? Secreted? I don't know how you say that with that. Secreted would be good. Yeah, yeah secreted is... <laughs> Not secreted. He secreted <laughs> yeah, his son. Completely he different. got all goopy everywhere. Um, he That's hid his son. That's worse than moist. Moist. He secreted his moist son. <laughs> he hid away his son uh, underneath the, the chapel after his son had murdered villagers to feed upon which he then hid the bodies in his graveyard, what's supposed to be, I assume, a sacred area, defiling it with murdered corpses. He attacked oh, us. He hasn't cleaned that place in, like, months. <laughs> <laughs> so she tells you that there have not been many services in the church for quite some time, maybe... You Did you know, say about a year? Maybe, no, about uh, a little, little over, a, maybe about two months. She said, but even, you know, before then... There was, you know, evidence of it looked like something had gotten inside. He he said that wolves had, you know, made inside the doors somehow and, you know, started causing uh, damage to the interior. Would hazard a guess, hazard a guess it was not wolves. Then perhaps I mean, it was it was Doru. Lady Arena, forgive the interruption. Who is your furniture guy? The chairs in this drawing room are super comfortable. <laughs> She Ignore smiles. She smiles pastries. at you, Lemmy, and she says that they they have been in the family since before she was even you know a wee child here with her father. She's she's not sure, but uh, she does she does uh, acknowledge the fact that they are incredibly comfy chairs. She often finds herself sitting here for long hours in the evening. <laughs> Lemmy walks up to Irina, pinches the fabric of her uh, her cloak in between his <laughs> fingers. What a lovely fabric. <laughs> so, um, he may have, uh, may have attacked one of us and I kind of killed him, but then uh, Eve brought him back. She immediately, she's like, he... He's alive, he's Donovan, alive, what? but... But you, you, you killed him. I mean, it was, it was one shot, it was almost an accident. It's <laughs> almost an accident. <laughs> he was only mostly dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was just it trying was... to protect me. He, uh... As the trail of NPC ghosts behind Pock just kind of usher into the room. <laughs> it, it was a big misunderstanding. But you know what? Shots were fired on both sides, and who who to say who was to say who was right and wrong? It, it was just a big mess. Oh, and I, uh, well, we're I, to say who's right and wrong. He was wrong. We were right. Why? He why did say the was he fire. even attacking you? Who knows? He he was very upset about his son, and I was trying to help his son, but then his son bit me really hard, and uh, things got a little messy because we're very protective of each other, and um, it seemed like someone was going to get hurt, and they did. So then but, you uh, attacked him unprovoked? No, 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 no he you, attacked. He attacked me first. Well, his son but, attacked mean, first, and then yeah. I went after his son. And then he went after me, and it was a whole spiral of a situation. So he the was details, protecting his son. Yeah. Who just tried to no. eat her? It, it's it was, not his son anymore. It was a mess, you know. Who we don't. It was dark down there, and we're we're just trying to be Let's helpful. Let's not bicker and argue about who killed who. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be a happy occasion. <laughs> It's a funeral. <laughs> I'm gonna grab a tapestry and throw it over Lemmy. 
<laughs> Let me he shut down no like a parakeet when you cover its cage. <laughs> nighttime. Nighttime. He no longer had a son. He was pre- protecting an undead murderer. And after said murderer attacked us, he went into a rage and started attacking us as well. I think had we not done this, we would have ended up another body in the hidden in the graveyard. So Donovan Donovic is alive now. Oh yeah, no, he's fine. Unfortunate. Or um, yes, yes, he's alive. Oh, I made sure fine. when we left, fine. he was happy, healed, and and whole again. I, I don't know about happy. Yeah, he was he was making some threats on my way out. It's totally fine. <laughs> Ismark kind of steps up and says. Well, then this must be dealt with. You must go, uh, you must go to Kresk, the Abbey of St. Markovia. There Ooh, you will find abbey. those, the, those <sighs> you, you will find uh, the proper people to come and deal with Father Donovic. Yeah, sounds like a plan. I'm up for an Abbey. I mean, I think we need a rest first, but yeah, let's, let's, guys, an Abbey? What do you think? Wouldn't be the first time. And... Uh, Aoife, you recognize the the name of uh, the Abbey of St. Markovia in Kresk because this is also where Father Donovic was. He was worried about Irina's safety. And this is one of the places that he mentioned would be a good place if she were to get out of town. This is one of the places that he would send her. Um, sorry, who who is this person again that is sent there? Irina. Irina, the daughter of the, the Burgermaster. Yeah, the one, the one you're talking to, yeah. Because the burger, oh. the the Burgermaster, obviously, before uh, his death, constant attacks were being placed upon his home. And Father Donovic was worried for Irina's safety. And uh, he, he figured that either the Abbey of St. Markovia in Kresk, uh, or possibly even the town of Laki, would be safer than the village of Barovia. So that's just things that you remember when you were, you know, talking to him and trying to convert him to, uh, you know, your goddess. Okay. You are told that beds had been made for you, ready for you, if you are wanting to, uh, to take a rest. I think a rest sounds nice. Lemmy's out Definitely. already. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, He's... you have a tapestry over you. Okay, so everyone going to sleep? Well, yeah. Anyone, anyone, yeah. anyone going to stay up? Well, Aoife's going to eat the dream pie first. Okay. Eat the whole thing, and then she's going to sit on top of the bed and fold her legs in trance. Theranor might actually stay up because I'm fine. Okay. And I don't Lemmy, quite trust this Are you going to eat the rest of your pie? Huh? Oh, Lemmy's out. <laughs> yeah, he's already. <laughs> he's, he's already. He's already out. Uh, all right, Miss Aoife, uh, I would like you to give me a con save. Uh-oh. Bingo. All right. You, madam, are... Dead. <laughs> oh, Aoife, you are asleep the next eight hours. Wow. First time by, for everything. And, and by and by asleep, it almost seems like you're in a trance. <laughs> so <laughs> it's normal. <laughs> but I mean I mean a different trance. <laughs> yeah. Does she still get the benefit of a long rest since she's not doing her normal That's trance? That's a good question. And the answer is yes. <laughs> 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 and I'm telling you the answer is yes. <laughs> So, during the time that everyone is resting or staying up or in a trance, Aoife, you have these wondrous and joyous dreams. In fact, you are in a forest, a beautiful forest. It's full of trees, there's happy little creatures around, and you, dare I say it, even spot a unicorn. (gasps) It comes 
galloping up to you, golden hair flowing in the air, and it it kneels down before you, presenting its horn. It's a it's a wondrous sight. And then you you hear a voice coming from the other side of some some brush, and it invites you. It says, "Come, we have plenty to eat, and I would love for your accompaniment of." of me to enjoy this meal, this wondrous place. I know, you've, I know you've, you've had a hard day. And you find yourself going beyond the bushes, and there's a campfire and a rather handsome-looking man stirring a pot full of stew. And he seemed to remember her not knowing what a handsome man was. <laughs> <laughs> he pours like, you a bowl of soup, <laughs> presents you with the soup, and he toasts to the fact that you are now joining him. He does tell you that he he understands that you have now had a hard day, and he understands the frustration that can come from it because he doesn't understand the necessity of such mindless violence and killing. He thanks you that Father Donovic could be brought back, but he doesn't understand the violence of your companions. He can see that he can see that you are true, better than they are. No one needs to be that bloodthirsty. Do you say anything to him? Um, I mean, I would be like just agreeing. You'd be like, oh, I know. I mean, they're they're usually great, but I, I I just don't know what the problem is. Maybe it's this place; it's affecting them. But they're they're good hearted. But you know, it, sometimes they do get a little out of hand. I, I don't know. I mean, would it would it be safer for you to to not be with them, to go off and do good deeds on your own? You know, procure your destiny. Shit. Well, uh, I mean, I, I did try that for a long time, and. And then, you know, over time, I met them all, and, you know, we've just really clicked, and then and then we met Thea, and she's been such a great help, and just a really, you know, I can tell there's just real good in her, and um, I, I, I think it's my destiny to, to continue with them. I mean, I can't abandon them now. Does it seem like... Not in this like, strange place. Does it seem like they're bringing you any closer to your destiny? All I've seen is death, destruction... That doesn't seem like a destiny that would be befitting of your goddess. Yeah, I mean it is kind of a lot of a lot of bad things are are happening, and I did have to bring that guy back to life. I mean, I was it was a big mess, but he didn't deserve to die. No, no, he doesn't. He did not deserve to die. Again, this this mindless violence is it's not you. It's uh, it's beyond you. You're better than this, and I I know what it's like to sacrifice your your own beliefs and dreams to try and keep your your moral high ground. I understand what loss is. I understand what trying to do the the good thing is. Wow, you are so wise. What is what is your name? He reaches out, he takes your hand, and uh, he kind of pulls it in, and he he kisses the top of your hand, and he says, "I am Strahd." Eva <laughs> <laughs> blushes. She's never been romantically involved before. She's very young, so she never pursued anyone and she does not know how to respond. He uh, goes back to stirring the pot, ladles himself some more soup, and, you know, he looks he looks deeply into your eyes and he tells you, he says, like, if you think that you would be safer and better off away from your cohorts, if you would like something better, I'm here. I, I understand your plight. I want nothing but the best for Barovia. And it does not have to be dealt with violence and death. Wow, I mean, that sounds like the right path. I don't I don't want violence and death either. Well, I'm glad that at least now I can I can have one true friend 
here in this dark land. And he says, thank you. And the next thing you know, it's morning. And everybody can uh, get up from their eight-hour rest. Eva, you feel, you know, not necessarily tired, but everything that you just experienced felt incredibly vivid, very believable and real, and you you feel like you want to return to that place. So, what's everyone doing? Not eating pastries, I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Metagamer. <laughs> I smelled Strahd coming from a mile away. <laughs> No, I didn't know that that's what it is. I just didn't like the idea of being drugged. That's all. Dream dream pastries didn't sound appealing to me. Oh, I mean, nothing is nothing is to say that the dream pastries are even connected to Strahd. Oh, no, I didn't mean it. That's just why I, when you were talking, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is Strahd. It's totally Strahd. <laughs> and then when you said it was Strahd, it's like, yes. The only handsome man in Barovia. <laughs> the only handsome. <laughs> all right. Um... Ifo, Ifo, go knock on Lemmy's door and mm-hmm. see if he's up. He's still in the drawing room. <laughs> Lemmy's on a chair he's with a drapery over. Now he's up in, Lemmy in the drawing room. Yeah. Um, Lemmy's helping himself to like some biscuits and stuff in the in the pantry. All right, she'll go mm-hmm. up to him. Hey, uh, Lemmy. What's up? Hey, uh, do do you have any? Do you happen to have any more of those dream pies? Uh, maybe. First one's free. Yeah. <laughs> do you um? Uh, are you going to eat them all? Because, like, I, I don't know. It was really good last night. I was hoping I could have another one for for the next time we, we need to take a little sleepy sleep. <laughs> yeah. She just starts itching at her neck. <laughs> Y'all you got, got any more of them dream pies? Got any more of them dream pies? <laughs> <laughs> Still got flecks of pastry on her lips. <laughs> how did that even... Uh, you don't even sleep. I mean, how did that work out for you? Uh, you know, it was just really great to have one before bed. Yeah, you know There's what? There's no, no reason, really. So, uh, Lemmy's got 9.5 on him still, and <laughs> they're, like he's wrapped him up individu- individually in like uh, uh, cloth napkins. He's like, you know what? Lemmy's always going to hook you up. He hands her one. <laughs> She'll tuck it away. I th- thank you. This is... I'm going to eat this later. You do that. No problem. Okay, so you pack up. Uh, your your dream pie for later. Um, slowly and surely, everyone can be waking up and I guess getting ready for their day. Uh, do you do you know possibly what you're going to be doing today? I know that uh, Ismark had told you that going to the Abbey of Saint Markovia in Kresk is a uh, is a place to possibly uh, you know get some appropriate people to handle Father Donovic. If it's going to be hunting down quick. a pie person, well, we already know Pot can handle him. <laughs> I think Andrew could probably handle him. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. He could, he could probably strangle him. Let's go Abby it up. Yep. Sounds good. Okay. Should we uh, see if Irina wants to come with us since uh, we were told she might be safe there? Sure. If she wants to, she can certainly join us. Yeah. If you're going to try and convince her, sure. All right. We'll ask her to join us. I wanted to hear Thea do it. <laughs> <laughs> she's, uh, she's not exactly sure exactly, you know, why... She would be needing to go. She's well, like, what What danger do I have here? I don't know. We were just told there keeps being attacks and your dad's dead now. And, oh. you know, that <laughs> priest guy went all crazy. <laughs> your dad's dead. Thanks. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, and, I mean, Eve is all about this destiny stuff. I don't know. It just seems like we're being pointed in that direction. Also, I mean, Kresk is a happening place. Anyone want to roll, it, pers- <laughs> roll a persuasion to convince her? Ten. 
<laughs> terribly persuasive. Are we now? Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to see if she actually would be would be going or not. Uh, nah, she's gonna stay. <laughs> she uh, she, I'm gonna she nudge, tells. I'm gonna nudge Efa and be like, maybe you should try. It might be our <laughs> destiny. <laughs> Efa's very excited that Thea's buying into the destiny. Yeah, and, uh, but also now you can't shake that feeling though of, of deciding whether or not Efa's destiny is really Thea's destiny. That's true. Um, Irina, I think it might be really great if you came with us. We could always use an extra hand, and uh, and we'll just see where things go. I mean, it could be great. Persuasion. <laughs> Find it. Oh, charisma. Gosh darn. It. Yeah, I like how, how the She's person with the plus. I just like how the person with the plus eight to persuade, i.e., Theranor, has absolutely no interest whatsoever in doing so. <laughs> nah, she's good. That was so close. <laughs> well, more destiny for us. <laughs> she tells you that she will that. be here. You know, waiting. She might. Uh, she might even go. You know, check on Father Donovic. See if he's doing all right. I would bring a war party with you if you're going to do that. She says that she will bring Ismark if it is necessary. Leave anything he says. He's a liar. <laughs> Who is Ismark? No, Donovic. Oh, the priest. I mean, Ismark might be a liar too. I don't know yet, but Donovic is. All right, let's hit it. Yep, on the road again. Do we need to liberate again. some horses from the local stable, or? Um, you guys can either go on foot if you would like to wait for like a cart. You could. You could get a cart, but uh, it might take a while. You do, you do know that you know Kresk is a, is a bit a ways, but you could eventually get there. Uh, you also know that Velaki is technically on the way to Kresk, so what there is a there? Uh, there is a chance to you know see some sights, and as you are traveling to Kresk to uh, you know find ways of dealing with Father Donovic. Is letter K uh, Castle Ravenloft? Northwest of Barovia. Let me. Yes, it's close. I didn't realize it was that close. We would be taking the road and be going like way. Yeah, I just didn't realize it was that close that. to Barovia. I didn't realize it was that close to Barovia. Barovia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Barovia. Barovia. Okay. Well, Ifa would be okay with taking the scenic route through the woods. The scenic route through the woods. Okay. I mean, you have to either way. It's just whether you're on a cart or not. Right. Do we have reason to go to Valaki? It's on the way. <laughs> we I can mean, stop there for the night. Just, what I'm saying is, it's just one. It's one of two places that you mm-hmm. know of. Yeah, like other than maybe dropping Irina off there, but she doesn't want to go. So yeah, all you really know is you know there's a there's the river here. Uh, you do know the town. Uh, you know the abbey is in Kresk. Well, I'm saying if it would take us a long time to get to Kresk, we could stop over in Velaki. I think we have to go through it anyway. So yeah. Good place to stop off and have a little bit of dream pastry. <laughs> dream pastry. <laughs> yeah, Aoife is itching to try that again. Apparently Aoife has a very addictive personality. <laughs> <laughs> She's just waiting for the next thing to latch on to. Right. So would you uh, like to go on foot? Would you like to wait for a cart? I prefer my feet, but I don't know about the rest of you. Theranor doesn't care. The exercise will do us good. Build up an appetite for your stupid pie. <laughs> hey, don't knock these pies. I mean, let me still got some more. I'm sure you could try one. My brain is twisted enough. I don't need bonus twisting. <laughs> okay. You can just go on foot then, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Alright. 
So, as you, uh, you know, making your way out of town, you cross over this little bridge at the river, make your way through the forest. Uh, when you come here, you, you see a, uh, there's a... What is, what is know, here? <laughs> a split. Oh, I moved you guys to the map. You, should, you guys oh. should be able to see what I'm revealing. I see darkness. Yeah, I just see darkness. My old friend. Mm, are you oh, in the there park? we are. You gotta yeah. scroll over. I was gonna oh, say. Oh, to the right? Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I oh, thought you okay. would have, uh, I thought you would have seen. Oh, yeah, this is the map we were on, uh, when we first came to Barovia. Okay, so guys, when you, when you come to the, uh, essentially these crossroads, all right, uh, you have an old wooden gallows creaks in a chill wind that blows down from the high ground to the west. A frayed length of rope dances from its beam. The well-worn road splits here, and a signpost opposite the gallows points off in three directions. Barovia Village to the east, which is where you just came from, Surpool to the northwest, and Ravenloft slash Velaki to the southwest. The northwest forks slants down and disappears into the trees, while the southwest uh, fork clings to an upward uh, to an upward slope, and across from the gallows, you see a low wall crumbling in places, partially encloses a small plot of graves shrouded in fog. Another graveyard. Wonder how many people Donovan hid here. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're going to Velaki, then we should probably follow the sign. I agree. Sounds good. So you guys decide to take the other road. The way you say the other road, Drew. Oh, you're <laughs> taking the other road. You take the road that <laughs> is going towards Ravenloft and Velaki. That's all it is. <laughs> We're just like reading into your... Elections, yeah. Well, I mean, like when I'm saying it like that, I was also like reading the module as... Mm-hmm. Okay. Reading the part where we die. Yeah. Cryptic DM. <laughs> Traveling around, you know, uh, the road through the woods... I don't like how this thing reveals in squares. Just need like an eraser tool so you can just right, just just like drag and click and yeah, they they need to add that desperately. Every building in Starfinder is like rounded, so <laughs> so as you're walking through the woods, you come across four dire wolves. Oh, you guys again? Yep. You can hear them off in the trees, and one comes out into the road, confronts all of you. May we help you? <laughs> <laughs> Do they speak small woodland animal? I think a dire wolf is a uh, small woodland animal. Oh, I know they're not, but do they speak it? Small woodland uh. animal, do you speak it? <laughs> uh, it doesn't seem like they are They are speaking it. and uh, Yeah, I did actually say that in woodland critter. Right. As you, as you uh, try to confront it, uh, the rest of the dire wolves come out and uh, present themselves. <laughs> they present themselves, they roll on their backs and present their bellies. <laughs> <laughs> Time for belly rubs. Yeah, that's that's exactly what we want. <laughs> well, Thea might be the alpha. Might be. So we should go try to give them belly rubs. So are they hostile? Uh, yeah, they're, seem- they're, they're growling at you pretty well. But they're not just attacking outright. No, they're more like, they're more kind of just Like the other ones, you. like sentries? Possibly. Like the, the ones that followed us on the way in, although those weren't dire wolves. Well, one of them might have been a dire wolf, but yeah, wherever you guys are with your uh, tokens, I don't know if you're going to move them. I don't even know where they are. <laughs> they're off oh, in the they're village. all the way over here. It's so tight. 
Especially next to those, yeah, those gigantic, gigantic wolves. <laughs> I need to make them drawings. You know how this works, people. <laughs> They're dire, dire, dire wolves. Dire, 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 dire. Dar, dar. All right. So we got wolves. All right. Who would like to uh, roll for initiative? Because they look hungry. Is it initiative or are we, we're, we're past oh, they... diplomacy? Yeah, we're about diplomacy. Do you want to attempt diplomacy? Right. You can yeah, attempt diplomacy course. on your turn. He's gonna say, you can move or I can move you. And then we'll initiate. Diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> That's her diplomacy. Oh. <laughs> roll the six. I mean, I don't know how you're gonna try and can. I don't even know what I would roll for. <laughs> I just. The, the ones that sort of escorted us into Barovia were not responsive to what we were saying, but they. They look like they were. Yeah. I mean, you could you could try to just walk past them. Who's who's the front of the line who's trying to convince? Thea. Thea? Okay, see ya. So, the first one, when you say the words like move or I'll move you, uh, it's gonna it's gonna run at you. Try to bite you. Well, there's so many dice. <laughs> because it's rolling advantage. I don't know why it's rolling advantage. Um, oh, actually, you know what? It gets uh, pack tactics. It does get advantage on you. So, 19. Dealing uh, 10, 10 piercing damage, and I need a DC 13 strength check, or you are going to... Uh, be knock prone. Is Thea a creature? 17. Yeah, you you make it. You're not knock prone. What? How much damage was that? 10? 10. 10 piercing. <laughs> Is it radiant damage? <laughs> Is it radiantly oh, that's right. piercing it was ra- it was, That's right. It was radiant damage. <laughs> All right. Very it shiny like teeth. It's necrotically damaging piercing. <laughs> that was the one. Actually, wait, after that first bite, you know what? We'll just, uh, we'll make initiative rolls. So then it goes to Pock. All right. Um, well... Well, I'd like to shoot him, just not sure. I don't know, I bet you can zip one up the side there. Yeah, is this 5x5, five five or, or what's, no, they're what's bigger the width here? It's like a cramped, uh, you know, 5x5. Five five. You, you have, like, trees. It, I mean, it's a, it's a path through a forest. I want to shoot the one that's attacking the... Uh... Yay, because the other ones are going to burn. <laughs> burn, burn. Okay, trying to think about where... Would you not take advantage, like, shooting through everybody? Or what do you mean shooting through? It, 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 I mean, well, I guess they would be kind of like fight pathway. I'll take disadvantage. <laughs> I love the confidence in that. It's not like, I have a problem with that. Baronor is uh, going to dump yeah. down See, and himself a, a smaller target. A 28. <laughs> <laughs> of course he sees. He's perfectly fine taking disadvantage. Okay, you're fine. You hit. <laughs> now, uh, 17 points of damage on my first attack. All right. 17 points of damage. As a bonus action, I'm going to apply Hunter's Mark. Okay. And then I will attack again. Oh, that's probably not going to hit. 13? Um, or a 22. 13? 13 does not hit. That's my turn. Okay. Goes to Eva. Eva, there's a wolf in front of you next to Thea. Yes, I am going to cast Guiding Bolts. All right. That's this wolf. What level? Yeah, let's do first level. A 21 hit? No save. It's just, it's, it's because it's an attack. It's an attack spell, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. Uh, he does not, he does not make that, obviously. Uh, That's taking 11 a, radiance. 11 radiance. A whelp is let out through the trees, responded by some growls off around the corner. Who's next? Leave Lemmy? Yeah, Lemmy's up next. Lemmy, Lemmy, Lemmy. Lemmy's gonna stay where he is but he's going to concentrate for a second, and he is going to cast Bless 
I can only target three creatures, so um, Aoife, uh, Thea, and Pock. Okay. So uh, 1d4 on attack and saving throws for the next ten rounds. Nice. Bonus 1d4. Wow. Fancy. That's my turn. Okay. Thea. All right. I'm going to hit the one that just bit me. Okay. Right in front of you. That's a 25 to hit. I can also roll that d4 if you'd like me to. <laughs> no, your d4 is fine. <laughs> I figured the d4 you... would be a little more handy for saving throws than for yeah, hit rolls for you. <laughs> you definitely hit uh, dealing 12 damage. 12 damage. Correct. 12 damage. The, the wolf falls dead. Yay. All right. And how Don't far charge away is... up. <laughs> Don't charge up. <laughs> Stay back. All right. Unless you're resistant to fire. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I will stay where I am at. (laughs) Don't charge up. (laughs) Okay, so you're staying back and uh, Theranor. So, Drew, from here, can I see those wolves or do I need to scoot up a bit? You're going to have to scoot up a bit unless you can somehow, like, see around, you know, trees. Well, we've heard them. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I could, like, see through them or... You You could probably maybe make something through the trees, but you're not sure, and you definitely can't cast the spell, like, to have a fireball go through the trees. Could. It's just a, a mode of light until it hits, but whatever. I'll, I'll scoot up here. Um, and then, dead center on these suckas is going to be a fireball. It will be a DC 16 save for them. A DC Otherwise, 16? Uh, yeah, DC 16 dexterity save. Okay. If they miss, they take 25. If they make, they take... Is it 12 or 13? 12. Okay, well, that's one. He misses. We'll say it's the first one. Misses. And the one at the very end, misses. How much do they take? They all take 25 fire damage. Good. Googly. Moogly. Singy, singy. Singy, singy. Not very happy wolves. They started it. Did he light any of the trees on fire? Most likely. Yeah. Yeah. It's a 40-foot ball of fire. (laughs) There's some trees that are on fire. All right. To the wolves. Uh, they're, they're not happy about what happened and they're just going to run up. This first one is going to, uh, it's going to, it's going to go for the first person that it can see, which is, uh, Thea. 13 does not hit you. Does not. The next one is going to run, run up. This one's going to get advantage with pack tactics. Oh, that nat 20 was so close. Was 19. So almost a 20. <laughs> a 19 does hit me. Okay. Eight piercing damage. Give me a DC 13, uh, strength saving throw. Or you are not prone. You're fine. I also have a D4 to add to that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and the next How much one's going to run up. Was eight? Huh? Yeah. Uh, yeah, eight damage. Uh, next one will run up. It's Thea again. I'm going to... We're going to go for a bite again. 20. Yeah. Take, taking 12 damage. And a strike saving throw, please. <laughs> You're fine. All right. So no knock prone for you. <laughs> She's got like wolves hanging off of both arms. She's just standing there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, it goes back up to the top with... All right, I will now attack the one that is now on Thea. Well, there's three of them. They're um, all on there's Thea. three. Um, I'll you can take one off of. I'll pick one of the ones off of her arm. Twenty-one or a twenty-two. Which one? Which one are we going for? Like the first one that you can see? I would assume one of the ones hanging off of Thea. There, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so are. twenty-one. Yeah. I mean, twenty-one does hit. Okay. Um, 
I don't know if you'll admit on this, but I would have moved my hunter's mark to that one since the first one died. I don't know if you could have seen. Don't you? You have to be able. You have to be able to see the next one, and they didn't round the corner until after your turn. I think no, it's on his my turn. turn though, I would start with a bonus action, and if I could see it hanging off her arm, and I can shoot it, then I can transfer a mark to it. Yeah, it's it's if an animal or if your target died the previous turn, I believe you can then move it on your turn as a bonus action. Yeah. Oh, I thought. Right. Okay. Sorry. I thought it would have to have like been moved to the turn. No, not like that. The creature. I just have the ability to reapply it to somebody else. Got you. Got you. Got you. Twelve plus eight, twenty points of damage. <laughs> the wolf dies. All right. Uh, I'll shoot at the next one. I guess I could just be getting rid of these wolf bodies. Uh, like twenty or a. That's Andrew's ni- Nineteen. Uh, nineteen hits. Uh, 14 points of damage. He got very skinny in an attempt to dodge the I know, ball. he just, <laughs> he blurped out. All right, so the wolf dies. <laughs> See, what they are is they're balloon animals. And when you pop them, they deflate. And that's why they're all small now. <laughs> okay. Whoa. That's it for my turn. Okay, goes to Aoife. Yep. Okay, there's one wolf left uh, attacking. Yeah. Um, I'm going to cast Sacred Flame. I'll make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Yeah, DC's 15. I have to say it. Well, I'm waiting for him to roll. That's not how that works. (laughs) It did not make the uh, saving throw. Then I get to roll a D8. Yeah. It takes eight damage of radiant damage. When you attack with a cantrip, you get full damage. When I attack with a cantrip. (laughs) Well, last time I rolled for damage, I got a one. So. Gotcha. All right. Well. Lemmy. Uh, actually, I think it goes, it goes to Theranor. I thought I was after. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm on a 17. Oh, you're at six. Sorry, people re-rolled night. Yeah, we, I re-rolled oh, that, to like, a get double. in there. There was a double Theranor. I didn't even notice. Sorry, let me really? clear up. It should only be one. Nope, there, there was a six and there was also a 19 for Theranor. Lemmy moves forward and pats uh, Thea on the back and says, you got this. Keep protecting <laughs> us from these things. And... That's it. Turn over. <laughs> uh, he heals her for 22. Ooh, that doubles my hit points right now. <laughs> See, Aoife, that's how you do it. <laughs> it's it's all completely self-interest for Lemmy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> if she, if Thea goes down, yeah, <laughs> Lemmy's not far behind. So that is definitely self-preservation on I his part. It. I'm just your meat shield. I got it. <laughs> what I find funny is that Lummy's not even really trying as hard to hide the fact that he's casting spells. <laughs> hey, crazy things happen in Barovia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I'm really pissed off because all these wolves keep biting me. So I'm going to swing at this one in front of me. Or the one left. 25 to hit. Yeah. <laughs> that is 12 damage. All right, then. The wolf, uh, the wolf dies. Crunch. Crunch, 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 crunch. All right. Now that everything has kind of settled down, uh, we do still have some trees on fire, and you hear some commotion coming out uh, from the other side of the trees, and a group of men, not that giant size. um, (laughs) It's a Goliath. group of hill giants. (laughs) (laughs) Is it doing this? Stop that. (laughs) Also, just as a side note, Theranor is going to look down at himself, realize he's not as glowy as usual, and remember to actually cast Mage Armor, because <laughs> he forgot to this morning. 
Gotcha. Well, it's a good thing he did forget this morning because we've probably been traveling for hours. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so a group of men hours. come out from the tree line armed with weapons and they're ready because they can hear the wolves and you can also see the fact that some of their clothing is a bit scorched. Should have announced they look themselves. All, they look all around at you and they say like, what is happening? Where did the fire come from? Those, those flame wolves, they combust on impact. They look at each other. They're very confused by your words. <laughs> it's like, who are you? Travelers. They look around at the four dead wolves and uh, they got to admit they're a little bit impressed. That's, that's nothing. You should see that priest's son back in town. <laughs> I did not say that, by the way. I imagine Thea's just, like, dripping blood after being bit so many times. One of them, like, walks over to you and asks if you are if you are needing any help, because obviously you're covered in blood. He's fine. Oh, nah, I'll be good. This is like, um, are you, sh- Aoife, are you sure? Aoife will approach them and, uh, Explain that they were just trying to pass through when we were attacked by wolves. And uh, she'll ask, "Are is this? Do you live in these woods?" He, they'll uh, the motion. Don't live in woods, Eva. <laughs> they'll motion on the other side of the trees, and uh, he tells you that uh, the uh, there's a there's an encampment here near the Serpul. He says, "You have done us a great favor by getting rid of these wolves. Uh, please come, eat, drink, be merry." Uh... Do we, hey guys, do we have time to stop for some refreshments? How long have we been traveling? I don't know, maybe an hour. <laughs> an <laughs> hour or two. Barely made it out an hour. Break time. Gosh, guys, I'm pooped. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you you haven't really like traveled like f- that far, technically. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think time. you can travel. <laughs> I think you can travel from what you have traveled in an hour or two easily. I mean, we aren't really on a time crunch or anything, so. I think we have we have time. These nice people have invited us to their home. They have stew. They have pies of the dream variety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he does say that you they could uh they could you know make up some food. All right, let's do it. All right. Lemmy would like to know a little more about these guys and see if they are useful to him in any way. <laughs> or the eventual conquest. Yeah. Of the Berlia. eventual conquest. So you guys are taken to the encampment. <laughs> It's an encampment of, like, octuplets. <laughs> I like the um, the ominous-looking token up in the top right. I like the giant horses. <laughs> Mega dire horses going on up the top. I didn't make it. Don't matter what the ominous-looking token wear. The, in the, the person in the barn or whatever? In the tent? Oh, oh, in the wagon. They're in the wagon. Okay. So, uh, you are brought to the, uh, the Serpool encampment. The road that, w- that they lead you, you know, they decide not to go through the burning or at least like the smoldering tree line. <laughs> uh, the road gr- it, uh, gradually disappears and is replaced by a twisted, muddy path through the trees. Deep ruts in the earth are uh, evidence of the coming and goings of wagons. The canopy of mist and branches suddenly gives way to black clouds boiling far above. There's a clearing here next to a river that widens to form a small lake several hundred feet across. Five colorful round tents, each 10 feet in diameter, are pitched along the ring of a four-barrel topped wagon. A much larger tent stands near the shore of the lake, its sagging form lit from within. 
Near this tent, eight unbridled horses drink from the river. The mournful strains of an accordion clash with the singing of several, several brightly clad figures around a bonfire. A footpath continues beyond the encampment, meandering north between the river and the forest's edge. The men kind of usher you in around the campfire where it seems like someone is in the middle of a story. One of the, one of the uh, individuals, a little bit older, we'll say it's, uh, we'll say it's this guy. He looks a little, Looking a little bit older uh, than a lot of them. Telling him a tale. Can we age that token, please? <laughs> Can you want me to age the token? Yeah, give it a nice, like, gray tint. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give him. <laughs> put put the little confused, senile-looking uh... <laughs> status marker. I know. That's what I was looking for. Like the confused status marker. You know what? I'm gonna give him a uh, a snail status marker. There we go. <laughs> and. I'm going to give him uh, this one because his back is hurting. (laughs) (laughs) So he's the old guy. (laughs) Okay. So as you're like sitting down, it's like almost like he's, you know, kind of just beginning a story. He says like, a mighty wizard came to this land over a year ago. I remember him. He was like yesterday. He stood exactly where you're standing. A very charismatic man he was. He he thought he could rally the people of Barovia against that devil, Strahd. He stirred them with thoughts and revolt and bore them to the castle in a mass. When the vampire appeared, the wizard's peasant army fled in terror. A few stood their ground, but were never seen again. The wizard and the vampire, they they cast spells at each other. Their battle flew from the courtyards of Ravenloft to a precipice overlooking the falls. I saw the battle with my own eyes. Thunder shook the mountainsides, and great rocks tumbled down upon the wizard. Yet by his magic, he survived. Lightning from the heavens struck the wizard. And again, he stood his ground. And when the devil's throat fell upon him, the wizard's magic could not save him. I saw him thrown a thousand feet to his death. I climbed down to the river to search for the wizard's body to see if, you know, if he had anything of value. (laughs) But the river had already spirited him away. Those were dangerous times. Most of the young men around the campfire kind of like look in awe of this, you know, this this story of this epic battle between Strahd and this lone wizard trying to bring about the downfall of Strahd. The man looks up at you, all of you sitting around, and he says, We do not know if anyone would ever be so brave or foolish again. And he goes, he goes uh, to smoking his pipe. Um, can Aoife go sit next to him? Yeah. Hey, um, that was an interesting story. What what else do you know about Strahd? Have you heard any other stories about him? Nice stories about him <laughs> being nice. <laughs> like, what What would you like to know? I, I don't know. Just maybe there's like, you know, a different type of story about him, about his past, or maybe about what he's done for the Barovia. He's, he kind of sits back and he thinks he, he says like, I know he is a lonely creature. It is, it is told to me as young boy. He once loved someone and broke, it broke his heart because his love betrayed him, loved another. He was never same. That sounds very tragic. A tragic man for a tragic land. 
Oh, Aoife, like, has this kind of forlorn look on her face. Like, she's like, oh, he's hurting. He must feel so much pain. But why, why are you here? How, how you come, Barovia? Oh my gosh. Okay, I have a story to tell you. And you're just, <laughs> you're gonna not believe it. It's amazing. And so she'll start going into the whole destiny story, like from the beginning. He doesn't really respond like much to your story, but he does like, you know, nod. Like, I mean, he's taking it all in, but he's not as excited as you were. And, you know, he's kind of just fair, smoking. No, no one, one is, is excited. No <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of smoking on his pipe, taking it all in. And he says, like, interesting. Destiny, you say you. You should speak to Madame Eva. And he, his, his kind of like shaky finger points over to this tent. Well, uh, why should we speak to her? Does she have some kind of... Uh insight for us? Has she heard about us? Has she read the prophecy about us? There is the possibility. I don't know. Ma- Madam Eva, mystery shroud. Shroud everything she do, but very, very wise. <laughs> Just as, as an aside, I love how this voice is going more and more like Watto from the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> That's not what I'm trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know you said shit on mind trick on me. I know. I didn't try. I, was, to go, I didn't try. I didn't want to go like so raspy. I'm trying to embody my Italian next door neighbor that I grew up with. Would you like Brilli- to throw a chance cube? Nah. He's a he's a brilliant old man. All right. Let's let's go talk to this wise woman. All right. If you head over to Madame Eva's tent, I do grab a bowl of stew though on the way. Ah, you can take your bowl of stew. I'm gonna sit under the shade of one of these giant horses. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's pretty great. No man All can right. get past the horse wall. <laughs> <laughs> no man. Okay. Magic flames seem to cast a reddish glow over the interior of the tent, revealing a low table covered in a black velvet cloth. Glints of light seem to come from a crystal ball at the ta- on the table as a hunched figure peers into its depths. As the crone speaks, her voice crack- her voice crackles like dry weeds. Ah, at last you have arrived. Cackling laughter bursts like the mad lightning from her withered lips. Aoife gets excited. Were you expecting of us? Have you heard of us? Come, sit. I will tell you all that you need to know. But she says that to everyone. It's a marketing ploy. (laughs) Oh, just sit down. So I guess like I mean I think everybody could probably fit inside of her tent. She she tells you that uh, she does know of who you are. She tells you that she will now tell you what you must do. There are three treasures that can be used against Strahd. You need the Tome of Strahd, the holy symbol of Ravenkind, and the Sun Sword. You also need to know where Strahd is in Ravenloft. And you also need to identify a powerful ally who can fight with you against Strahd. And with that, she pulls out a deck of cards. Thank you for weathering the storm with us. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CritStormCast. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts, and please recommend us to your friends. Look to the horizon for more crit storms.